Welcome back to Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn, and hi everybody. Hello. Hello. That's all. I we say the same thing every week. We. I should. mean, that's the point. Oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's the intro. The intro is. I mean, the intro is always the same, right? It's not like Mr. Rogers like jumped through a window one day. He was just like, I do the same thing every day. Today I'm gonna do this. Oh no, he does this. He did the same thing for years. Is you that sa- gonna be us? What? I, I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> We're going to do the same to, thing To for one years. point, I guess. Until I die. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, did you see that picture of Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers? I did. What do you think? Uh, I'm not 100% sure yet, but... He looks like Mr. Rogers. He does look like Mr. Rogers. He needs to nail the voice. Right, and which I think he can. Um, but do we need a Mr. Rogers movie? I, I don't know. I think we do. I think we do. I think, I think in the... What, with what's just going on with politically, yeah, I think we need a, everyone is special. Not in like a... But you know what I mean. Just right. like we need positivity right now. Right, but... Everything is so negative and it, just in media and everything. We okay. live in a very negative world right now. But I just don't think... I don't know. I'm just I'm just hoping it's going to be amazing. Because the Mary Poppins one, Saving Mr. Banks, is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Where he played um, Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. It was okay. I think he was miscast as Walt Disney. Yeah. I. That's why I don't like him as Mr. Rogers, because it's like, we don't need Tom Hanks to play every old nice man. He's right. played Santa Claus. He's played Polar Express. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, He's what? played Walt Disney. Now he's going to play Mr. Rogers. Like, we... Yeah, I... He doesn't need to play every nice old man, right. but like... But I think him to play Mr. Rogers better than him to play Walt Disney. Yeah. They could have cast Walt Disney a little bit better. But yeah, I don't know who, but No, I have him. no idea. Because yeah. it was just like, it's just Tom Hanks. Right, exactly. But I did like the movie. And that was I love a good Emma movie. Thompson. Yeah, you do so, like her. I do like her. Okay, well, that's not what we're talking about today. No. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, uh, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. I don't know, what, you, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I was sitting here just intently listening to you were like i don't know what it looks like you were doing but it did not look good um but so uh i was except, trying to make you laugh no you did though we haven't we haven't we haven't actually had like a theme picked for us and we pick moves for each other in a while about right. a month and we're going to continue it for a little bit with a different thing yes are we uh, yes. yeah because this episode yes this episode uh is actually inspired by the Writer and illustrator of the book Sleepy the Good Night Buddy. Oh, I'm getting that book tonight. I'm buying it. Good. Because I would like to read it to my kids. It's a good book. My it's, students. It's very funny. You could read it to me too, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I meant my, my. Oh, I have to read it because I have two to four year olds yeah, in my school. Do you think they'd like it? It says P at one point. Oh, that's funny when you're little. Yeah. Sleepy the Good Night Buddy has, has to, to go, go P. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Um, about that. So the author is Drew Daywalt, and then the illustrator is Scott Campbell, two very nice guys. Okay, so I want to say this. Yes. Can I say this? What? Sure. I don't hi, know Drew. Hi, Scott. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. Hi, Drew. Hi, Scott. Yeah. I met them at a book signing, because uh, right. I've been a fan of Scott's art for years. Okay. Um, and then my buddy, who knows Scott, was like, hey, he's going to be at a book signing like by your house today and i'm like i got work off so i rushed over there and i went to it it was cool it w- i was the only adult there by themselves but like whatever <laughs> this is a kid's book but it was funny okay. it was cool to watch them interact with the kids too because they're very patient uh which i don't know if i could be but i mean you they do like they were doing school tours and bookstore tours so like you have to be you know right, what I mean? exactly could you imagine if like <laughs> like the guy who wrote arthur like showed up and like was Mark- like hey i'm here what's his name it's mark brown but he was like, hey, I'm here to read a book. And the kid was like, I love Arthur. And he was just like, shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth. My turn. It's my turn, you idiot. <laughs> no, like if you no. write a kid's book. Hopefully you like children. And you do a book. Well, you don't have to like kids. But if you do a book tour for kids. Right. You've got to kind of be. I mean, because you can just say no. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure there are plenty of child authors that just don't do that. Uh, yep. I bet they Because are. they don't need to. Right, exactly. Um, but it's good. So what's it called in the book? Sleepy the Good Night Buddy. Okay, I'm looking it up as soon as we're done here, and I'm buying it on my Kindle. It's it's very good. Um, you're going to buy it on your Kindle and read it to your students? Yeah, because I have the big Kindle. And then you can, I can do that? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, and you just whoosh. That. Oh. Are you kidding? This generation? I, I try to sometimes, for my two-year-old class, I have two-year-olds, mm-hmm. um, I will do an audio book. Yeah. And I will turn my phone upside down because I don't want them to look 
at the book. And they're always, all of them, grab my phone. We want to see the book. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a listening story. They don't know how to do that. That's because crazy. all of them want to see it. They, well, they're used to holding a phone and watching things. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yet your generation didn't do that. No, because we didn't have the technology for that. That's what I'm saying. My generation certainly didn't do that. My gener- I think I've told this story on the show before. My generation had, I had a, I dad once bought me, it was a knockoff Virtual Boy at a flea market. And I was so excited to have virtual reality. And I strapped it all in and I put it all in and it was garbage and I threw it away and cried. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember that Yeah, that. yeah, I remember. And now that I realized that it... Because I was like, virtual reality, oh boy, here we go. And Dad bought it for me, probably to prove a point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was garbage. It was actual trash. And it made me cry, and I threw it away. But I, I wish Aww. that I didn't throw it away. Because, like, now that I, I would have loved to have this piece of knockoff garbage. Like, right, I exactly. love that stuff. Right. Um, so it would have been fun to just be like, this is my... Like, I didn't realize at the time it was a knockoff virtual boy. Got but it. as I remember it now, it was red... And right. it, it had these stupid hand things and it never worked. And I was just like kicking nothing in a yard. Like standing in the yard with these dumb wrist straps on, like punching and kicking at nothing. There you go. Fun. Um, so what movies did we watch? So when I met Drew and Scott, I asked them to each pick a movie that inspired them. Yes. Uh, and do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I would like to go first, but you're really going to have to help me. That's fine. Okay, so you... Uh, you watch, well, we both watch both movies, yes. but you are going to talk about Scott's movie. Yes. Which is The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Across, uh, something across the eighth dimension, ninth dimension, something. Something, blah, blah, blah. So, came out in 1984, mm-hmm. which I was a senior in high school. Never saw this movie, never heard of this movie. Despite the cast. I know, right? So, Peter Weller, who I... Do you know him from something else? He's RoboCop. Thank you. Just wanted to check. Yeah. And he's he's also the bad guy in the new uh, second Star Trek movie, the new one. The J.J. The Abrams one. I think he's the bad guy in the second one. Second or third? Um, oh, maybe the he's third. He's not... No, it's the second one with Khan. Because he's not Khan, but he's like the guy that releases... He's like not the bad guy, but he's like the sub-bad guy. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's Ed Harris. I'm pretty sure it's RoboCop. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it does have an amazing cast. It has so many people. Let me see. A couple of your favorites. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Barkin, blah, blah, blah. There's so many. Clancy Brown, who has now shown up like three times in the last month. I know. He's he's going to be our winner pretty soon, I think. Well, he's got like to beat Allison. He's got to show up in the next 86 movies to beat Allison Janney. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, that's true. Um, oh, whatever. Who's that one guy, though, that's in it? He's a that guy. You know who I'm talking about? He's a tall guy, and normally he has, like, a mustache, and he's in, like, one movie that I, like, really like, and I can't remember it. Is he the really tall guy? Yeah, but he's the bad guy. He's one of the the, the, the bad aliens. aliens. Yeah, I don't know his name, but he he has earned his way by being that guy with the face. Because you know exactly who I'm yeah, talking I about. I absolutely he, he, do. Oh, there are several, several people in that movie that I'm like, oh. It's that guy. Oh, that guy and that guy and that guy. And I love that guy. And then this guy's great. And... But, like, I can see that guy in my brain. And I'm uh-huh. thinking of him in a very specific movie. And I can't remember what movie it is. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. His name is Vincent Schiavelli. Yes. Okay, I'm looking up the movie. But it's, like, it's one of those ones where he's, like, he says something. And it's very prominent in my brain what he's saying. Uh-huh. But I don't remember what he's saying. And the second that it pops up on my IMDb, he's in Man on the Moon. He's in... He's in that sequence of Man on the Moon where he goes, you've just all participated in a happening when he's on Fridays. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's who he is. Because I just see him in my brain in that scene. I'm like, what is that movie from? He's there that guy. But he's in tons of stuff where it's he just like, oh, that, that guy. guy. Love that guy. But yeah. yeah. So, again, I knew nothing about this film. Yes. I, I, I know some stuff now because I was cheating. You know, you reading looking the Amazon your, yeah. Prime. Wasn't it interesting? Yeah. So I, I'll save that to the end. But, um, so you said it, I thought it was a comic book, not a comic book. I don't believe so. Okay. It's very interesting and I didn't understand a lot of it. So I had said to you earlier, make sure you watch it because you're probably going to have to help me because I didn't get a whole lot of it. Yeah. It seemed really choppy to me. Yes. It's almost like it was little like a piece. Okay. Then we're going to watch this. But then there was, then we jumped to C Mm. and I was like, wait, what happened to, so let's go back. Buckaroo Banzai is this amazing renaissance man, I'm going to call him, because he is a scientist, yeah, doctor, mm-hmm. rock star, mm-hmm. uh, kind of rock star, and 
Oh, tons of other stuff. You know what he reminds me of, and this is going to sound so bizarre, okay. but just bear with me. He sounds like the old, like he reminds me of like Josie and the Pussycats or like the kids from Jabberjaw. Sure. Because they're just like, they do this, but then they also do this and they also do right. this. Like, like there was Josie and the Pussycats in space. So she was a teenager, yes. but she was also in a band. But she was also in space. Like, it just... She also did and that, this. that's exactly what this felt like. And it it also reminded me now... Like I said, it came out in 1984. It reminded me of an early 70s, kind of cheesy, kind of not cheesy. Because at, at some of it, I'm like, it's kind of cheesy. But it's kind of not cheesy. I think it takes itself the exact seriousness that it needs to. Right. I think it doesn't take itself serious at all. Exactly. And that's what makes it work. Yeah. Because I, I'm going to, I'm going to, it reminded me of, but not in a bad way. I hated Howard the Duck. Yeah. Howard the Duck sucked. Okay. But it's had that kind of feel to it, you know, but Howard not the Duck stupid. Is, Howard the Duck is bad. The same exact genre, right? right. Same exact genre. Right. Howard the Duck is bad. Buck Rubanza is good. It's it's definitely, they said it was a cult classic, and I could Duh. definitely see how that is. You know who we forgot? Who? John Lithgow. Oh, yeah, John Lithgow. Get, what are you doing here? I know, it was so funny. And then, and some of the Amazon Prime stuff was saying um, that he was trying to go for one accent, but then um, he had an Italian tutor, and so he picked up that accent. And there's, I'm just going to jump really quickly. There's one scene where um, Buckaroo Banzai is getting, tor- um, what is, tortured by John Lithgow's character. And the notes in the prime, did you see that? Yeah. Where it said he was, that um, Buckaroo Banzai, I forgot the actor's name, Peter Weller, was trying so hard not to laugh because his accent was so hysterical. And it was, and it changed. Did you hear it too? Oh, totally. Sometimes it was totally Italian. Sometimes it was kind of alien. Yeah, sometimes it sounded more Russian to me. Yeah. So it was just, it was weird. But, but it, funny, but... It, it worked. It like worked John, for him. John Lithgow's a great actor, An and he does not get actor. enough credit. Like, no. he really doesn't. And he writes children's books too. I'm sure he does. He does. And he does children's music. Does he really? I think so, yeah. <laughs> he did it, he did a while ago, but yeah. Yeah, that, that, that... I feel like I'm surprised, but I'm really not surprised no, at all. and it's cute, like, kind of goofy, silly songs. Because, you know, it's fun. Cause he, but that's the thing, is he can do kids' music, and then he can go on Dexter and play this terrifying serial killer. Well, he can be scary. Sometimes just looking at him with his big eyes and being quiet, I'm a little scared. But he's very good at, like, I I mean, he, to me, like, character actors usually have, like, two or three characters they right. really do. Right, Where it's like, oh, like, John C. Riley. John C. Riley is schlubby best friend in a yes. comedy. Yes. Or he's, like, schlubby husband in a serious movie. Yes. He really doesn't get a chance to not be that. Although in Stan and was it Stan and Ollie, where he's pl- that looks okay, so I good. I cannot wait for that. I'm very very excited to see um, that. We jump around, but but that's the Laurel and Hardy movie. If you didn't know, oh, what with we him were talking and Steve about. Coogan, and it looks great. It looks amazing. But so, but like with John Lithgow, John Lithgow in this is like the bad guy. And he's kind right. of weird. He reminded me, even though this was years before, of Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Yes. Just just playing it so into it yes like just so in the character like you kind of forget that that's john lithgow right exactly and then but then he's the the weird dad on uh the alien show 30 rock third third rock from the sun from the sun but then he's a killer in dexter but then he's like a very he's the old remember the the reboot of uh planet of the apes yes he's the dad that's like having like alzheimer's right like he's like i've never seen those it's really good but I think he's like he's like James James Franco's dad who has like Alzheimer's isn't like forgetting things and the monkey's like helping him remember things and like keeping him alive. Huh. So And he's all also in um the Irish date movie. I just forgot what it's called. The Irish date date movie I love. Uh Leap Year? Yes. He's in he, Leap Year? Yeah, he plays the drunk her drunken father, who's of Irish. He does. Uh, but she has had a fabulous long career. Mm-hmm. Uh, years and years and years. She's Patty or Peggy or Peggy, Penny, Penny whatever. Yeah, I they didn't they they glaze over that so hard. Yeah, it was like it's your it was your twin or something. It was so weird. Yeah, that was so, a weird glaze. And then then there's this. I'm just gonna talk about different scenes. So basically, he's gonna save the world. Okay, that's the end of. But I wanted to talk about specific scenes, and then if you wanted to talk more about sure, sure, stuff, sure, we sure, could. Sure. So the, where he's the rock star. Mm-hmm. Um. So he had his band. Yeah. But I was reading on Amazon Prime 
where it was saying that the musicians were actually, and I saw them, Billy Vera and the Beaters. Sure. I think. Okay. Which you would not know this because you're young. I know Billy, not personally, Billy Vera and the Beaters, in case I mess this up. They had one amazing song from the television show Family Ties. I think it's called From This Moment. Which one's Family Ties? That was the... Urkel? No. Family Ties was the Michael J. Fox one. Got it. So I think it's called From This Moment, but maybe it's not. Something Moment. I don't know. It's a great song. It was a big one-hit wonder. Of course it was. Yeah, but it was great. Okay, so anyway, let me see. What else should we talk about? That's it. I'm dead. No, I'm not. Just kidding. (laughs) No. It, um... So different things are happening. And what's cracking me up, too, about this whole thing, which kind of made it funny, is, so, like I said, one scene, he's a doctor, and he's saving somebody. He's saving a surgeon. I mean, he is a surgeon. He's saving somebody. And then the next scene, all of a sudden, he's, like, driving a car, and he's some scientist, and he's plowing through a mountain. And there's all these, like, aliens. And then the next scene, he's rocking out. He's a rocker. And I'm like, what? I kind of just ran with it. I was I, like, all right, here we go. I was I was like, wait, did I... Sometimes... Okay. And Jeff Goldblum not really being Jeff Goldblum-y. Love like, that. a little bit, but yeah, he wasn't like, that. whoa, ha, ha. Like, he was just like... He was just kind of the comic relief, which I think is great for Jeff Goldblum. Because Jeff Goldblum is somehow a leading man character actor. You know what I mean? Jeff Goldblum right. is... A, he, yes, his vocal patterns are always Jeff Goldblum. Right. But I feel like he's always playing a different character. Right. Have you ever seen him in The Fly? No, I want to, though. It's pretty scary. Yeah, I know. I liked it. Really? I did. Oh, okay. Because I like Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, he could come... Uh, if Jeff Goldblum came on our podcast, we just would never do any more episodes. That would be the last one. There would not be the last one. Because it could, What are we going to... Hey, guys, here's the episode after the one with Jeff Goldblum. We watched Pokemon. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? no. We, we're going to... And then we'll have somebody else. I'm still waiting. We're going to have Rick Springfield on. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. I'll say hello. And that's it. They'll <laughs> leave. Yeah. Then you'll be like, oh, Mom, can you talk? Uh-uh. No. Just going to sit here. Like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. So, I, I, I you know, I kind of wasn't sure about this film because it was so weird. But it wasn't, the. it was smart weird. Yeah, it's not bad weird. It's, and, and it's not, yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you, sweetie. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I interrupted you. Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you 100%. It's not... It's not like, look how weird it is weird. Right, and it's not hokey weird. No. And it's not slapsticky weird. A little bit, but you just, you hang on for it. Right. You're just okay with it. Right. Because it's just kind of fun. The only thing I think that really dates this film mm-hmm. is there's a couple of scenes, and that's what's so funny is his outfits change all the time. Yes. Glasses, not glasses. Sometimes, you know, those red glasses, so 1984. Everybody had those whether you wore glasses or not. You had those glasses. You had them, and everybody wore them. Mm-hmm. Because I had some, and I didn't wear glasses in 1984. You or, just buy them yeah. plain, because they're fashionable with my big felt hat. Felt hat? Remember we talked about this in another episode. Crimped my hair, stuck this big hat on my head, fedora. I know. I know this is not what the hat was, and I don't know if I said this when we talked about this before. You probably before. did. I'm just imagining the Arby's logo, <laughs> like that. Man. No, not like not like a Yosemite Sam hat, <laughs> just like a, a felt, just kind of a hat. I don't know. I'll look it up. But you know what you. I'm talking about. Yeah, not a Yosemite Sam hat, <laughs> not with like the arrow stuck through or anything. It was just like a, I don't know, I think like a fedora, just because I had a lot more hair. But back then. okay, like Blossom's hat. Yeah, more I don't like know. a bucket. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of like, like a like bucket, a... but it was rounded. It was like a prince hat. Okay. Because this was like 1984. Beret? No. Like a raspberry beret? No. Like a round, I don't know. But it was raining. I would crimp, crimp my hair, crimp it all out, and then flop this hat on my head. All right. And put my little pretend glasses on. All right. With my overalls and my sweater tucked inside my overalls. You would have been so cool in 2018. <laughs> no. The, what you're describing sounds like you're dressed like someone we know. Oh, that's funny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 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 but that, that's totally like yeah. the overalls and the, that, that's very 2018 because oh. it's kind of come back to that. I was going to say, it was also very 1980. Can I take us on a really weird side tangent about being 
like time stuff like that. Oh yeah, but we want to talk about these movies. Yeah, but hold on. Okay, little tangent. Cause you know how like being hip is like a thing now, where it's like oh, dress like the fifties or like the plaid and all that. I walked into Target today; they had an entire section dedicated to sixties, like Grateful Dead, Old Coke, all this whole section of vinyls. But it was all vinyls from that era. Nice. Acoustic guitars. Learn how to play harmonica. Like just, I was just like Target. Yeah, but it was just so specific. I was like, it's October. Right? That's weird. You have this summer of love theme. In October. In 2018. That's weird. Yeah. So, all right. So what else should we talk about this movie? I I really did like it, actually. Yeah, it's really, like, it's one of those movies that, like, I remember trying to watch it a couple years ago and just not being into it. Right. I think that you have to be in the right mood. And, but to watch it for your first time but i think after this i could just put it on and you know what i mean like yeah i will never and i don't mean this disrespectfully to who picked this one this is uh scott's i believe i don't mean this disrespectfully to scott but i will never watch this one again but what helped me was knowing the fact that he liked oh i just hit my mic again that he liked it so i was like okay he likes it he it inspired him Mm -hmm. so let's see what it's all about i could like i said i've said it already i could definitely see this movie if you click with it this is a movie you're going to watch over and over again. You're going to... Some of the... I was going to write it down and then I just forgot. Some of the dialogue is actually hysterical. It's very good. Very clean, hysterical dialogue. Yeah, not not a... This is what's funny. Not a raunchy movie. Nope. Not I an appropriate movie. maybe... Once or twice. Bastard. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, ooh. And, but ooh, not, ooh. A, not an inappropriate movie. Not a violent no. movie. No. Not not overly, like, stupid funny. No, see, because I don't like that at all. No, it doesn't rely on dumb. It doesn't rely on anything offensive. It's aged... Be, its humor has aged pretty well. It actually has. Like, nobody's... nobody To my knowledge, nobody's super offensive. I mean, there's probably, like, one scene that oh, I'm totally okay. forgetting. The little boy. The little boy with the gun. Okay, I love that. Yeah, and it was cute. And I, But that that's a funny thing, too, right? Is there's... For some reason, that's just funny. It's like... Uh, I heard Buckaroo Banzai is like, we need help, we need help. And so he sends out a message. And who gets it? A little boy at a gas station. Yeah, and he's all, come on, I gotta ask my dad. Yeah, and so him and his dad are the backup. There's no, nothing about that. Right. There's no setup. There's no, wait, why are they the backup? It's just, all right, I like, they showed up and they started laughing. Because it's just like, what? Because his, his number was like number 44 and a half. Right. I was just like, oh, that's funny. Like, it's just a funny, dumb thing. But you have to think, and you had to think about it. it, it yeah, and I did, so will I ever watch it again? No. Am would, I glad that I watched it? Yes, I really am. Would I watch it again if it was, like, free on Netflix? Yeah, probably. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what I, But see, I could see you watching this with some friends going, you got to see this. This is an interesting film. But at the same time, I really feel like this is not for everybody. No, definitely not. Like, like there are movies I have that I'm like, everyone needs to see this movie. This, this is like I feel that way, but I know that there will be people that be like, I did not get it. But this, this also to me, mm-hmm. seems like a movie where you could say, okay, every time that they do this, you eat something or you take a drink or because I'm not a drinker, but that kind of a movie where you put it on and you do something silly like that. Yeah, because it and it, but it's enjoyable. Like, right. And there was, they were working on a, a reboot or a remake or something that was going to be a TV show. Okay. Kevin Smith was directing. Okay. Got scrapped. Oh. Well, and even at the end of this movie, it says, you know, be looking for the second one. Did you read all the information about that? Never happening, ever. In yeah, a but million. do you know why? Because the company went under. Yeah. And then they couldn't sell, and then it was difficult. It's difficult just for, like, the streaming M- rights and the... Right, MGM had a heck of a time just trying to get it and to put it out on video, so... Yeah, and that, that but that's all what happened with, like, the reboot, I think. Oh, it was just too hard. It was just too difficult, but, like, Christopher Lloyd was going to cameo, what's-his-name was going to... They all were going to come back and cameo, and it just... It, See, I could, I would love to see this as a television series because you could take just the one. Okay, so just Buck, Buckaroo Banzai, the scientist, could be an episode. And then this and then that. I think it would break up really well. This would be perfect as a Monster of the Week show. Yes. Like, Monster yes. of the Week, in, in my brain, is like Josie and the Pussycats or Scooby-Doo, where it's each episode yes. is contained. There yes. does not need to be an nope. overarching story. There does not need to be more than that. Yes. It's just boom, 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 boom. Love it. I would love it. But like, but even now, the modern Monster of the Weeks are like Supernatural or this and that. I don't watch those. But it still works. Like, you know what I mean? But I mean, it's just like the, here is the contained story. Yes. 
I mean, Supernatural has been going for like a thousand seasons. I like, know. Isn't that Dean they, from Gilmore Girls? Yeah. But they just did a Scooby-Doo episode. Did they? Yeah, where literally the two main guys get sucked into the TV and they are now on an episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like, um, but, but so, I mean, this could work in the, this week it's this alien. Sure, it this week work. it's this kind of weird monster. This week he's fighting a lake monster. This week he's doing this. Like Right, but I just think that, nope, it would be too hard, to, like you said, too hard to get it all together. Um, the only complaint I had, but yet it was 1984, was the alien makeup. I thought was weird. <laughs> But it's 1984, so it They actually... looked like, what's his name from the other one? Enemy Mine, to me. Yeah, which was a little bit earlier, so 1982, mm-hmm. maybe? But, yeah. Or 80, I don't remember, but I was in high school. But, um, so yeah, it, are we going to rate these, or are we just... Yeah, yeah no, no, I, mean, I think I think we... I would like to get back to the rating system. We haven't done the rating system in well, like a yeah, month. yeah, because we were doing, yeah. Remake. So, I liked it. Okay, so buy it, re- buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. What does it get? It gets a rented. I think, you know what? I would put this in a movie that you should just see. Yeah, just, just see once. Just for, what's that word, posterity? Yeah. But I, but I think like we were saying, though, is if Howard the Duck is bad 80s comedy yeah. sci-fi, <laughs> like it's actual garbage. This is pretty good and smart and yeah. interesting. But they really are opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. Because they're both kind of that comic booky, funny. Yes. Uh, sci-fi. Yes. One of them is great. One of them is Howard the Duck. Like. Yeah. But, because that's the thing, Howard the Duck relied on pun after pun after pun after pun, just easy jokes consistently. Right. This actually reached for its jokes, and it was funny, and it was enjoyable, and, like, the characters had good banter. They really did. Jeff Goldblum was kind of dumb in this movie, and that was what we needed. Right. Like, Jeff Goldblum didn't need to be smart or intelligent. Like, Jeff Goldblum being the dumb guy was kind of fun. Uh-huh, and I love Perfect Tommy. Yeah. He's like, cute. But even, oh, weird. But even those characters. weird. He's cute. He was so 1984. <laughs> But even those characters were great. You know what I mean? Like those side characters that were barely yeah, in it. They really didn't Tommy. do anything. What was the other guy's name? I don't know. Rawhide? That, no, that's Tom Tom Clancy. That's uh, Clancy Brown. Oh, and he Mr. died. Mr. Krabs. Didn't he die? Yeah, in the movie. But that end credit sequence. I know, I'm like, what is this? But I liked it. It was really fun. It reminded me almost like of a musical. Yeah, because they really were walking to the beat. Yeah. Um, and then and all the, the characters are back. Yeah, um, and then for a little lip, a little, sorry, a little turn... A yeah. little flip with the foot. But it was, it was fun. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It I'm really... I, I could say I'm glad I've got to see it. Yeah. So, okay. All right, well, it's my turn. <laughs> All right. I, I... I. What did we wa- What did we watch, Ruben? I always say the name wrong. That's okay. Um, Not the name of the, the movie, but the name of the company. It's The Hobbit. Yes. Okay. And it is by... Rankin and Bass, but yeah. I always call it the wrong. I always want to call it Bankin and Rass. No, it's Rankin and Bass. Uh huh. And what's the year on that one? Seventy-seven. Yes, I was eleven. Okay, so it was animated by Topcraft, okay. and which should mean nothing to you. It means absolutely nothing. They to were me. a precursor to Studio Ghibli, which also might mean nothing to you. Nope. Studio Ghibli is the anime company that did Spirited Away. My Neighbor Totoro. Got it. All of these things because... Which is beautiful. Those I, movies I, are beautiful. Uh, the Spirited Away. I think I've seen it, We have beautiful. had multiple requests for a Ghibli episode. Let's like a Studio it. Ghibli episode. When we did the anime episode uh-huh. forever ago, uh-huh. people were like... How Robert. Co- yeah. People were like, where... Like, we got emails that were like, where's the Ghibli? Like, do do Ghibli. Like, okay, And it's funny because Robert doesn't like Ghibli. So he's like, I don't want to be on a Ghibli episode. Okay, we'll do Ghibli. I love Ghibli. Do you I, know someone who likes Ghibli like you? No. Okay. I... Ghibli is Japanese Walt Disney. Like Oh like, I would like it. Yeah, it's really good. It's very Japanese. Like, like okay. it doesn't end like an American movie because it's not made for American audiences. Okay. Um, but they're I really enjoy them. Right. Um So here's the thing though. As a child, yes. I did not like anime. I didn't I only liked Pokemon. Okay. I thought I did not like Dragon Ball Z. I did not like the Studio Ghibli movies growing up. I did not like Kimba the White Lion. Which was your father's favorite. Dad loves Kimba the White Lion. I could not deal with that. That style just bugged me. Yes. I liked classic, clean, traditional Western animation okay. as opposed to the Eastern animation. Okay. The Hobbit, did we say that? Hobbit, 1977, is very, very Eastern animation. Yes. But what's cool about it is like, well, and that's totally my opinion, is it looks like it looks like Eastern animation trying to be Western animation, 
which is super interesting to me. Okay. Because nowadays, a lot of animation is Western animation trying to be Eastern animation. Because we have that uh, Americanime as a phrase. Like The Last Airbender, the the cartoon, yes. is Americanime. It's trying to look like anime, even though it's Western animation. Huh. This is totally anime. The character designs, everything is super anime. I didn't but think about that. It, it's made to not look anime. But I don't like the rotoscoping on it that much. Okay. Um, rotoscoping is, and I don't know if there was that much rotoscoping on this, but it just it has it feels rotoscoped to me. Okay. Don't know what rotoscope is. For is me. if I dance around. Okay. Look at me. I'm a little dancing boy. And then you take the pictures of that and you trace the character over me. Doing and then the character is now dancing around in the exact same position that I was. Okay. Um, I don't like that because I feel like you can tell and it just feels weird to me. It feels off. Okay. Which it's not. It's very beautiful. It works. Um, so if you don't know the story of the Hobbit. Bilbo Baggins doesn't want to go on an adventure. Then he goes on an adventure and then Smog is like, "Here's my gold," and then he takes the gold and then Smog gets mad and he kills a bunch of people. At the end. Okay. Well. An hour and seventeen minutes. We'll get more into the story, but uh, I just want. I mean. It's The Hobbit. It's it's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is a very popular franchise. Here's something that's going to make me sound dumb. I thought that J.R.L. Tolkien died a long time ago. So did I. I am not making a joke when I say this. Okay. He was alive when you were alive. He died in 73. So see, I was thinking, I was thinking late 60s, so I wasn't that far off, but yeah. But I... In my brain, he died in, like, 1945. Oh, yeah, no. But you didn't know that. No. And I also didn't realize that, like, Lord of the Rings is from the 50s. Yes. I thought it was, like, in my brain. It, because time, before before I exist, time is so long ago. You know what I mean? Right. That makes you, sense. You don't think about it. You right. think everything was so long ago. Right. And this and that. It's not like when I was born... Lord of the Rings was barely 50 years old. Right. But in my brain, it was 100 years old. You know what I mean? In right. my brain, the world is not as... Or culture is not as new as it truly is. Things are... Like, it still kind of blows my mind. And this will... Like, kids born now... Batman just turned 75. Okay. 75 years of Batman. That... See, Batman's been around forever. Kids that are born today are like, 75? Like, I could have right. sworn Batman's just been there. Batman's just there. He's always been there. Right. Lord of the Rings, for me, has just always been there. Right. Not realizing that, like, this was still fairly new. Right. But did you notice a difference? Because I didn't notice, and then I was looking at Amazon Prime. Most it, most of the songs mm-hmm. and most of the way that they spoke was taken directly from the book. Yeah. Directly from the book. Awesome. Which makes sense to me now as a 52-year-old woman why as an 11-year-old kid, I was going, I didn't get it. Yeah, because it's not for an 11-year-old. I really don't think that it is. No, and I think I tried to read the book and did the same thing. Yeah. Um, Did you notice the really fun Disney connections to this? I noticed one with the little elves sitting at the table. All of a sudden, I was sitting in a room by myself, and I went, hi-ho. They're dwarves. Dwarves. But, but, um, no. But I still did that. So then you totally didn't notice. Paul Fries, okay, plays all of them. No, he plays one. Okay. The others are all voiced by another guy. He plays like Bombor or whatever. All the, the dwarves. Okay, ready? I'm going to say all, all their names. Wait, we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to say one of the dwarves' names, then you're going to do it. No, because I have no okay, idea. Okay, there was Feely. Okay, your turn. There's a Feely. There's a Feely. And then a, and then a Beely. I mean, it was like two or Wait, three that Feely, rhymed. I think there might be... Is there a... There's Bombor. Okay. And then Fombor. So, <laughs> no, but... It, Thorin was the main one, and yeah. he was voiced by somebody else. You know who Thorin was voiced by? The guy who did the voice of Captain Hook. Yes. Okay, but here's the Disney connection I'm talking about. It's okay. Paul Freeze. Yes, who Wait. I knew the name, but I didn't know why. The ghost host from Haunted Mansion. Yeah. He's done tons of things, yes. but you and I know him as the ghost host. Right. He's done, he's done a million trillion voices, right. okay? I, I, I'm waiting for you to mention this one character, then I can talk about the thing I want to talk about. Thurl Ravenscroft okay. is uncredited in this movie, but he does a lot of the singing. Oh, okay. And he's the voice of the Troll King, I believe. Okay. He is also on Haunted Mansion. He's one of the people singing Grim Grinning Ghosts. Nice. And he is also, he was the original Tony the Tiger. Oh, okay. I know that guy's voice. Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard it. What character the... were you going to say? No, I was just going to say something really silly. What? Go for it. So, 
Is it Gollum? Yeah, Smeagol. Or Gollum. I think they call him Gollum in this one, yeah. Okay. Do you know who he was... I had to laugh. Do you know who he was voiced by? Some guy. Theodore. Yeah, okay. I was like... Because they were doing the credits, right? And it was like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Theodore. And I was like, wait, Ruben's dog is in this movie? <laughs> well, Why is Ruben's dog in this movie? Because <laughs> I was sitting there watching it, and all of a sudden, I, just, I, just, I saw that. I was like, Theodore? And the dog looks at me like, what? <laughs> I saw like, what? Yeah, it's just funny. It just says... Theodore. Theodore. And, but when you poke it, when he came brother, in, it said yeah. Brother Theodore. And then it he had a ton He's of been voice, in a ton of stuff, too. ton of voices. So here's what I loved about this movie. Okay. It's The Hobbit. It's whatever. Yeah. I don't like Peter Jackson's The Hobbit, the new series. Right. It's kind of boring. It's long. It's long. And there's three movies. Right. This was the entire three movies condensed into one. It was perfect. In an hour and 17 minutes. Yeah. The character designs were great. Because... When you look at the Peter Jackson movies, they all every single character is person but smaller, or person but bigger, right. or person but chubby, or person but little. Like all of the main cast are just people right. in different costumes in okay. Peter Jackson's. And these ones, like their faces are so different. Like they're not people faces because like the dwarves have huge noses that like take up more than half of their face. Or exactly. like, like even Bilbo looks a little. He's not. It's not just a guy. Right. He the way like... that he's built is not just a guy. I love uh, Gandalf. Yes. He's cool. He looks like Gandalf. Like, yeah. I was but totally even okay. his nose is super dramatized. Like, they all don't just look like a person. They're like... Right. The elves, I thought was so cool. And the trolls. I yeah. love the trolls. The, the king troll had two throats. Did you notice that when he's yelling? No. It's super cool. Like, he just has two throats as he's, like, screaming. He... A lot of these characters are terrifying in a really good way. Right. But see, now you can see as an 11-year-old Oh, this kid, is terrifying so as an 11-year-old. Yeah. And then, and then whatever channel we were watching followed it up with uh, Watership Down. <laughs> Someone's like, hey, you want to ruin a kid's life? Yeah, and we were like... But, like, that's what I love th- about this one is because, yeah. But, like, the elves, if you look at Peter Jackson's, they're all, like tall and beautiful and this and in this they're like weird and blue and green and they don't look like people they look like magical little characters and and that's and they're like all their wardrobe isn't like clean and white it's like made of leaves and sticks and stuff it was cool i liked that yeah i thought that that was better although the one there was one character and i don't even know if it was the same character compared to peter jackson compared to the anime of where they all go to see this guy right at the beginning i want to say his name is no, it's not Elrod, but it was something Elrond. like Elrond. Elrond. To me, the 1977 version looked very similar to the Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson with the pulled back hair and the thing around. I could and... totally be wrong. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that's Hugo Weaving in Peter Jackson's. If it's the same character, I'm pretty sure that Hugo Weaving was Elrond. I don't know, but um, I don't know who anybody is. Hugo Weaving? No. Nope. The guy from The Matrix, the bad guy? Nope. I've never seen The Matrix. Yeah, you have. We watched it as a kid. I didn't. Yeah, you did, because you were like, if this is bad, we're going to turn it off. And then, like, the second one, there's, like, a sex scene. You were like, well, that's that's it for that. Yeah, but I haven't... Okay. Um, It does have Keanu Reeves in it, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like... Yeah, but the people looked like people. Right. And that's what I liked, is people looked like people. Everything else looked like a little... It just didn't look like person, but different. Right. Which is... I get you it. You can do that with anime, which you can't always do that no, you, and live the, action. The budget is way more if you try to do that with live action. Right. You know what I mean? If you try to make a person not look like a person. Because underneath as much makeup as you put on them... They're still a person. That's a person. Yeah. Right. Unless you go like full labyrinth and ha- do something like Hoggle. You know what I mean? Where that the right. whole top half is just a... F- um, it's not even a face. It's a puppet. Oh, okay. Um. But no, I really liked this. Like, Did you? Yeah. Because it's just the story of The Hobbit, but it's condensed. All the fat's cut. Right. I thought all the character designs were super cool. I personally loved Smog. I thought Smog was so scary, but, like, Smog the dragon. Oh, right. I was like, wait. It was not fully European dragon. Okay. It was not fully Japanese dragon. It was, like, this weird, cool mix of in-between. Yes. And how it was, like, yeah, it looked like a cat. But it also looked like a dragon, but, like, no, I, I personally loved it. I thought Smeagol almost looking like a frog. Go- so Gollum? Gollum, yeah, it's the same. 
Right. That's what, so that's what scared me as a kid. Gollum looks like a frog. He looks like a frog person. A big frog person. And the eyes would... What would are those things called me. in Land of the Lost? Cleep clops. Sl- slee. Slee. Slee stacks. Slee stacks. Looks a little bit like a slee stack. A lot like a slee stack. And they were scary. And his that's what scared me the most was his eyes. Because sometimes they were like nothing. I don't know. They were weird. Yeah. That's what scared me as a kid. Um, I thought this movie was great. I, like, really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, like I said, scared me as a kid as an adult. I really did enjoy it. And I was like, wow, this makes sense to me now. But I can, too, see, like, I mean, obviously it's The Hobbit. Like, The Hobbit obviously inspires, you know what I mean? Like, right. there's a reason that people are inspired by this movie. But I, I thought that it was interesting, too. I know we're not comparing remakes to originals, but, like, for me, to see this, I've only, I've seen... The first two of the Hobbit trilogy, I didn't even bother with the last one. Okay. But to see, like, the first three minutes of this movie... Right. ...is the first, like, hour of the the, the new one, it's just like, okay, you just trimmed all the fat. Yep. I'm Bilbo Baggins. Yep, we get it. Okay, I'm Gandalf. Who's Gandalf? I'm a big wizard. Okay, great. Oh, I've heard of you. Great. Boom. Fat cut. Ooh, the, all the dwarves are here. Maybe make them go away. Nope, cut that part out. They just, they're here now and they're singing. The music was really fun. It was. It was. And like I said, it was all but one song was taken from the original wording yeah. from the book. I thought the trolls were really cool. I really liked the trolls. I love that they just kind of reference that Gandalf just goes away, then comes back, then goes and away, then comes back. they're kind of complaining back. about it. But like, that's so fun. Like, because yeah, that's, he's a wizard. You so just, he can do that. He can just do that and you're just okay with that and like... But I mean, see, so here's the thing. So the whole thing that's, I don't know how truth there is to this, so bear with me. Uh, I know that C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien were friends. Okay. C.S. Lewis writes Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, and is like, look, it's a biblical metaphor. Yes. J.R.R. Tolkien goes, all right, so is mine. And there's like, there's clearly biblical met- metaphors with Gandalf and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's kind of better. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I, I think Lord of the Rings, even though I do not like fantasy. Okay. I think sci-fi is better than fantasy. I love lasers more than I love wizard spells. Like, I just, I can't, which I actually think is fun that we got a sci-fi and a fantasy this episode. So fun. Um, I like it, too. I personally prefer sci-fi over fantasy. Um, I like, I like J.R. Tolkien's world. I like the idea of Middle Earth. I like... It, it's fun. It's a world that, like, you can roll with and you can just, you can just accept because of how well it's it's written and described, I love the Shire. I, you know what I mean. Like right. I, it, it all feels so real. Um, because it trimmed the fat, did it skip over a lot of the parts I really like? Yes, I love more of the Shire. The Shire is oh, is because yeah. I love hobbits. That's my thing. Is my favorite character from Middle Earth is hobbits. I love them because they're just like chill little dudes. They don't want to do so anything. They're so cute, right? They and just want to smoke their little pipes. Yeah. And they just want to, like, hang out and do nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I could live here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, like, that's their whole shtick. And, and, but, like I said, I thought the humans were done really well. Even though it's not my favorite type of animation, that rotoscope, it looked really well. Right. Can I just say, I keep going back to Gollum because I really did like it. Mm-hmm. I like where he has the ring. Bilbo Baggins has the ring, and then he disappears. Yeah, even they do the that animation re- for 1977 was pretty. They cool do that they really do that. well. Yeah, I liked um, it. And how he goes, ha ha, as he pops over Gollum's head. It's cool to hear someone that's not Andy Serkis say the Gollum lines, but like, like the Trixie's hobbits and Baggins, we hate Baggins, because you kind of forget that like somebody did this role before Andy Serkis, right? And Andy Serkis did not write these lines. Nope. They don't make these lines up for Andy Serkis. This is a book. But so to just hear them and to hear someone say it different is like, oh, that's how someone else would choose to deliver that line. Because right. in everybody's brain, Andy Serkis is Gollum. Right. He's the only Gollum, even though he's not. Right. He is Gollum. Yeah, no, me is the frog guy. Yeah, I I, I would want to see more because, so they, I guess they did, I don't remember if they didn't, no, they wouldn't have done any more Hobbits because it's only one book. Right. But they didn't do any... They did animated Lord of the Rings, but they're not connected to this because oh, okay. all of them look like people in that one. Got it. Like Legolas. Because that one was... those The new ones were directed by Ralph Bakshi, the the animated ones. Okay. Uh, and Legolas looks like a person as opposed to how his dad looks in The Hobbit is like a weird little Aquaman. 
Not not Aquaman, but you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. they're blue and lanky and weird. What is that? Aquaman. No, chill out about Jason Momoa. He doesn't look... See, you were thinking Jason Momoa, and I'm thinking, like, orange shirt, green pants. Like, I'm here, it's me, Aquaman. I'll talk to the dolphins. Boop, boop, boop. Um, but, yeah, so I, um... <laughs> I'll talk to the dolphins. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. That's it was on... What was that? Super Friends. Boop, boop, boop. That's how you talk. That's the sound it made. <laughs> it's like, hold on, guys, I'll solve the crime with some dolphins. Boop, boop, boop. And they're like, we can just... Aquaman, the, the criminal's right here. He's like, nope, I got this. Boop, 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 boop. That's what he did. Okay, so do you want to talk about more about The Hobbit? No, I mean, that's... So what What do you think? Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. <sighs> it's hard. I think it's a buy it just because of, like... Because it... it... I mean, The Hobbit is not a... This is going to sound like I'm dogging it, and I'm not. It's not an original story, but right. that goes to its positive. Just like Harry Potter, just like Star Wars, just like Lion King, it does the hero's journey. But it, it does it well. Super well. And that's why we like it. That's right. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, watching it, it it's again. really fun, and it's really good. And yeah. while it's not my favorite animated style, it's still enjoyable for sure. Right, and for those of you that have seen all the other ones, the Peter Jackson versions, try to check this one out. Oh, yeah. To the, see it first. Personally, this is better than the Peter Jackson Hobbit trilogy. And that's, yeah. Because Peter Jackson didn't even want to do it. Like, he, he just wanted to do Lord of the Rings. And then they were like, okay, we're going to find a new director, and no one wanted to do it. And it was, like, going to go into production. He was like, fine, whatever, I'll do it. Oh. Um. Hmm. So it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, I personally prefer this over the Peter Jackson trilogy, but then, like, I probably would want to go back and watch the Peter Jackson original Lord of the Rings sure. and then watch the Ralph Bakshi animated ones to see which of those I like better. There you go. Um, but, yes, I, I definitely, I think, give this a buy it for sure. Woohoo! Well, good. Yeah. Well, and thanks to... Drew Daywalt and, and Scott Campbell. Thank you, Drew and Scott, for giving us these movies to watch because we really liked them. This entire time I was terrified that I was calling him the wrong name. So I, I hope that I said Drew Daywalter earlier. It is Drew Daywalt, okay. not Drew Daywalter. I feel like I said Drew Daywalter on an earlier episode. It's and Drew Daywalt, Scott okay. Campbell. That's okay. And go buy their book, which is called? Uh, it's called Sleepy the Goodnight Buddy. And it's a fun book. I watched it. I, that's what I'm saying. Is I watched them read it to kids and to watch kids react to it. It's very fun. And not in a weird way, but yeah. you know what I mean. No, I love good kid books. Yeah. And there are some, so I, I'm going to go, like I said, I'm going to go get it right now and, and check it out. All right, so what should we do now? Should we do, what are you doing watching, or do you want me to go through all of our stuff? I mean, I don't care. What are you watching? Um, let me, I was trying to think of what I'm watching, anything new. Um, no, but I've dropped a couple. I think I already talked about that. Dropped a couple fall series already. Done with those. There was something I was going to tell you I'm watching, but I forgot. So nothing really major. Haven't seen anything. It's been kind of a busy week or so so nothing new on my end what about you i talk about venom yet no i saw venom but don't no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers saw venom pretty good okay is it is it great no is it fun yeah who's the who's the boy tom hardy i love him it's a it's a fun movie can i say it again yeah go for it i love him i'll probably see it again it's one of the better sony sony superhero movies i enjoyed it oh it's sony yeah it's not an mcu it has no connection to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you. So, but, it, but who is it? What do you mean? Sorry. Is it DC? Is it Marvel? It's Marvel. Oh, okay. But Disney? No. So Sony had the rights to Spider-Man for the longest time because okay. in the 90s, Marvel wasn't doing too hot. Right. So they sold all their, their movie rights to their characters. Okay. They sold the X-Men to Fox. They sold Spider-Man right. to Sony. Okay. And then in 2000, whenever they did, oh, 2008, whenever they did the first Iron Man, right. they started making movies of all the characters they still had the rights to. Well, Fox and Sony were still working on theirs, but there was no connection to any of them. Got it. So now that Marvel's doing much better than either of them, right? they're doing their own things, Sony kept trying to do Spider-Man. It wasn't working. So Marvel said, give us Spider-Man. Like, work with us on Spider-Man. Let him be a part of the MCU. You can still keep the other things. Do your own thing. So supposedly Venom has no MCU connections. Okay. The way that they do it is pretty well that it totally could if they, you know what I mean? They could totally be like, and now it's in there. Like they wouldn't need to recast it. They wouldn't need to do anything different. They wouldn't need to retcon anything. They do enough. Stop. Retcon. Retcon is go back and change something. Be like, oh, we said this earlier, but now it's this. Okay. And is Venom a bad guy or a good guy? Eh, 
little bit of both. Kind of like Deadpool? Uh, but not naughty. Yes. Because I think it's just a PG or PG-13. It's PG-13. There's there's an F-bomb, um, which is whatever. Uh, Unless you've got a kid and you take it to and go, whoop. Well, people are taking kids to Deadpool, so. There you go. Which I don't agree with. But they're, uh, they do a really good job. This is the thing. Is if you, if you're like, they can't do Venom without Spider-Man. They need to have Spider-Man. They do it fine. They really do it fine without Spider-Man because he doesn't do anything that, like, he would need Spider-Man to do. Is there a connection? Yeah, so if you don't know, I don't. in the comics, Spider-Man gets whisked away to the Secret War, I think is what it is. And it's in space, it's this big old thing, and he gets this little alien that attaches to him. And he's like, what the heck? And it turns his suit all black. Okay. And instead of having web shooters, the suit is now producing web out of nothing. It's producing its own web, so he doesn't need the web shooters anymore. So he's like, cool, this is awesome. It's my new suit. Mew, 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 mew. And it, like, can put itself on and take itself off. Things are starting to get a little weird with Spider-Man, though. He's starting to, like, you know, be in pain or hurt or whatever. Or, like, hurt when he's not wearing the suit. Sure. So eventually he goes to Reed Richards. He's like, hey, what's up with this suit? And Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, okay. like, does some studies on it. It's like, it's killing you. You can't wear this anymore. And he's like, okay. So then he goes away and blah, blah, blah. Well, then the suit finds a new host in Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock becomes Venom, who's just like a bigger Spider-Man. And he's bad. He's a bad guy. He's got a big, scary mouth and big, scary tongue. Yeah, I've seen that on uh, But TV. he can also do the webs, and he can also do all that. L- minor spoiler, this Venom, maybe once, but doesn't you barely. It, once that we were, were thinking maybe he used a web, but he does not use web. Like, there's no Venom in the comics has a giant spider across his chest. Uh-huh. This Venom does not. Okay. If they really wanted to put it into the MCU, it would be so easy to just say, and now it's in the MCU. You know what I mean? Like, right. So would you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was really fun. I knew, and well, you said you'd see it again. Yeah. I was really bummed out this didn't come out in the summer. This could, this would have been a really good summer movie. Huh. It's dumb action. It's fun. You just hang on for the ride. You know what I mean? It's it's just, if you're going in there and you're going to be like, I bet this is going to suck, then you're going to hate it. Right. But if you just allow yourself to enjoy a Have dumb a Coke, movie. yeah, some popcorn. Enjoy yourself to, like, allow yourself to enjoy a dumb movie about an alien. You know what right. I mean? Like, it works. It's fun. Just enjoy it. Right. Well, that sounds good. Do you want to talk about your comedy? Um, I feel like... Oh, I also started watching The Good Place. I started on season one. It's okay. It feels very Douglas Adams to me. What? Okay. No, go ahead. Because I just thought of what I wanted to... What series I wanted to talk about. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, it feels very Douglas Adams. A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Just that weird kind of irreverent, like... People, like, rave about this show. I. It's okay. It's, I love Ted Danson. Ted Danson is great. Um, I'm only on season one. Kristen Bell's great. All the the cast is great. It's just like this. Okay, this is gonna sound really bad. I feel like this show would do much better if it got canceled, because it feels like one of those shows like what's the pie one about the guy who can bring people back to life? Remember that show? That was uh, pushing up daisies. Yeah, that show did so great. Like post yeah being off the air, like because people like found it again and like. This to me feels like that, it's going. Yeah, it feels to me like it's going to go nowhere. Right, but it's been on for three or four seasons, hasn't it? Yeah, but I, I just, it's fine. I don't understand the hype. It's not right. like the best show I've ever seen. Every episode ends in a cliffhanger, which they know what they're doing because they, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, don't you want to know what finds out what happens next? Like, yeah, I never watched it. It's fine. Okay, it's on Netflix. That's why I'm watching it. Sounds good. I thought of the one I wanted to talk about. Yeah. You made a face when we talked about it before the show. It's CBS Sunday nights. It's called God Friended Me. Ugh. Okay, but you don't even know, so don't make that sound, because have you watched it? No. So, um, it is an interesting program. What did you call that, where it's a, a monster, like a monster of the week? This is like a problem of the week? Sure, yeah. And so basically it's about a guy, a young guy that uh, does a podcast about how God doesn't exist. <laughs> and all of a sudden he gets this text, this Facebook thing about friended you know god wants to be your friend and then god starts suggesting all these characters these helpers and then there's a problem of the week and it's interesting it it kind of reminded me of kevin probably saves the world but the kev i think it was called that with jason ritter kevin probably saves the world was much more comedic and a little bit slapsticky sometimes you know what it reminds me of huh hundred deeds for eddie mcdowell <laughs> remember that show no it was on Nickelodeon. It was about the kid who like was like a bad kid. He was like a bully. 
So then, like, the mailman turned him into a dog or something? <laughs> yes, I do. But this is, you know what? I, I thought, okay, let's give it a chance. What's interesting about it is, of course, he has this relationship with his father. He is very anti, there is no God. And there's some little tiny things that happen. Like, he says on his podcast, there is no God. And all of a sudden, the podcast, it just goes, screech. And then... um that's so hokey. But it was funny. And then Ugh. I liked it. And then there's he said something else. And then all of a sudden, so it says, you know, like suggested by God, this person. Well, then all of a sudden, God's profile picture changed. So from a single cloud in the blue sky to a thunder lightning scary picture because God was mad. But anyway, I'm, I'm interested in it. It's keeping me interested. We're a couple of, like I said, FBI gone, manifest gone. Um so I am interested in it. What I also find very interesting, like I said, is he has this relationship with his sister, who she runs a bar. Okay. Their father, and he is not, he and his father have been not speaking for years. Sure. Because his father is a minister. Yeah, that makes sense. And his father used to play the bad dad on Scandal. I mean, it's nothing to me. No, but to see him go from <laughs> scary, bad, killing everybody dad to this reverend dad, it's yeah. kind of funny. But I like it so far. I don't know how many episodes I'm going to last, but yeah. I like it. It sounds very similar to how I feel that uh, Good Place should be. Right. Like, it feels like it should be on for an episode, and then it's one of those shows that, like, someone like you is like, have you ever seen this? It's really good. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm interested. So, okay, so let's go over all stuff. Ready? Okay, go for it. We have an email. Uh, KTMAshow at gmail.com. We have Facebook. Contested uh, Mother Approved on Facebook. If you want some cool merchandise, we have go to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com. You can buy kid-tested, mother-approved everything. Yeah. We uh, might be switching soon, so we'll find out. You keep saying that. Yeah, I know. That's okay. You're busy. You're very, very busy. I am busy. Um, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support our baby little podcast. We would love it. Mm-hmm. And Oh, can I just say we're averaging about 120 listeners every episode. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to us. We've been on over a year now, right? Yeah, more than a year. Yeah. Oh, I said over a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. So, uh, I, we still appreciate all you all you guys listening, and I know we have new listeners. Welcome to you guys. And let me see what else did I forget? Oh, we have Discord. Look it up. Mm-hmm. I love to talk. So let's start talking, people. There's a dawn chat, and I want to <laughs> talk. So anyway, did I leave anything out? Twitter. Twitter, KTMA Show at Twitter.com. Yeah. Did we get any emails this week? Not this week. Oh. That's fine. That makes me sad. Why? I love emails. Emails I'm... make me happy. Well, that's fine. Sorry. They do. Uh, okay. They make me happy. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, if you like half of this show, what? What are you doing? What's that face? That face is because this is time to talk about the theme for next week. Not yet. Hey, if you like half of this show, um... Come see me do stand-up. Uh, I will yes, be doing... Yes, go please go see Ruben. Uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale on October 17th, which, okay, this is a funny little bit. Uh, I was afraid that I wouldn't have been able to get into my own show because my license expires on my birthday, which is tomorrow. And I ordered a new license in the mail because you can do it all online yeah. on October 2nd. And it said three to four weeks. And three to four weeks was after October 17th. So I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to, I would be pumping my own show and I'd be so excited for people to come see my own show. And they'd be like, sorry, you can't, like, you can't come in. Everyone else can come and watch you and pay money to watch you, but you can't come in. Um, Okay, so this is a paid show. What are they going to pay to come see you? I think it's $10. Is it two drink minimum? But like, you can get soda. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's fine. But so, so that would be, yeah, I, my last show at Forger went great. I really appreciate everyone who came out. It totally blew me away um, that people, like, I, I say this all the time. I know I'm funny. I get that. But it's still, it really blows me away that people are willing to come support me. Like, that really means a lot. Um, so, Rooster Tea Feathers, the 17th. I got another show. I believe it's October 28th. I'm going to that one. Pizza your Factory. Dad and I, your dad yeah. and I are going. Pizza Factory in Willow Glen. Uh, if you're from San Jose, you can just Google Pizza Factory Willow Glen. I will be there. I have 10 minutes. So, I'll be doing a 10-minute set, which is the first time for me. I normally do five to six minutes. Um so I'm excited to do 10 full minutes and kind of be able to flesh out a lot more of my stories, um, which will be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. 
And okay, now we're going to talk about next week's theme because it's Ruben's birthday. And I get to choose the movies for the rest of the month. No, you get one week because we got Halloween spooky movies coming. <laughs> spooky movies. Spooky movies. I think so. Well, yeah, because we're going to do it. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Um, so I think you already heard this. Friday, October 12th is Ruben's birthday. Yay! Happy birthday to you. No, don't. No, I Happy think that's copyrighted still. No, we're going to get sued. Oh, are we? I don't know. <laughs> that's like on like every TV show. Whenever it's like it's character's birthday, they're like, to you. And then some idiot character's like, how come we only sing the last two notes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Did you have to. No, I'm not going to. No, it's fine. Okay. I just, anyway. I was mostly joking. But... Okay. Happy birthday, Ruben. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. So I said to Ruben, I will watch whatever you want because it is your birthday. Great. When it was my birthday, I can't even remember. Jersey Boys and I can't remember. Justice League. Justice League, yeah. Because I thought, okay, I'll put something new in there. Yeah. And you, when I said anything, you wrote something naughty. But um, yeah. I'm ready, Ruben. Uh, why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm afraid. But it's, it's you your afraid? birthday and you are my oldest son. What do you son, think is going to happen? I, you're going to make me watch poop, poopy movies. <sighs> So I thought Bad about it. Bad poopy Ruben movies. No, I thought about it. Okay. And there's sort of a theme with mine. Bad poopy Ruben movies. Do you want to hear what didn't make the cut? Yes. What did not make the cut was The Shining. Thank you. I love it's... The Shining. <laughs> but The Shining and Ready Player One, because Ready Player One has a whole Shining sequence. Oh, I wanted two, to see. Oh. Those didn't make the cut. I haven't seen Ready Player One yet. It's very fun. Okay. I'm looking for something to write. Am Why? I going to remember what the name of these are? Yes. Okay, so give Because me... what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the name of the movie, okay. and right here and now, I want you to tell me what you think this movie's about. Oh, you mean I don't know what these... This is how... Ooh. Okay. So okay. the first movie... Okay. Is... I mean, you know what this movie's about. Okay. This movie came out in 2008. Oh, okay. It has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Because that it... means it's rotten. Not means it's good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. This is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I mean, I love you, Ruben. The Dark Knight. Oh, I don't... So we were talking about this before. You've never seen it. Okay. So, because the first one is... Batman Begins. And the second one is... The Dark Knight. With Heath Ledger. Yes. I cannot watch it when it came out. Yeah, I know. So... We're going to... You're going to watch... But here's the thing. Okay. I want... And I know that we have super conflicting schedules. I want us to try and watch these together because I want to see your reaction to a lot of the sequences in this movie. Okay. Because it is truly like... Yes, it's a Batman superhero movie, but, and this is not just me as a nerd saying this. Okay. This movie truly got shafted at the Oscars because it has some of the best, like, sequences and surprises in a movie I've ever seen. Okay. Like, there's one scene that, like, could have, could, you could have a whole movie just based on this scene that does not need to be Batman, does not need to be superheroes because it's such an intricate and interesting moral and ethical dilemma that happens in this sequence. Okay. That it's just like, it feels like a parable or like a proverb because huh. it Batman's not even in the scene, Oh, wow. but it's this whole, just, it's a very, very good okay, scene. So the dark Knight. the dark Knight, which we own. So perfect. Do we know where it is? Yeah. It's in the car. Uh, <laughs> okay. The second movie. And this okay. is what I want you to tell me what it's about. I'm going to find out what your, it was directed by Kay. Edgar Wright. Mm. What? I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm. Okay. He directed Scott Pilgrim. Okay, all right, yeah, because that, that's, that's what I was kind of, like, thinking about It's from it. 2017. Oh, it's new. Yes. has a 93% Rotten Tomatoes. So it's 93% Rotten. 93% Rotten. And it's called Baby Driver. <gasps> I wanted to see it because it has that Adam kid in it. Ansel. His name is Adam Ansel? No, it's Ansel, and it's, like, Ansel Elgort. That's his name. Oh. Ansel I was, Elgort. I thought it was Adam Driver. You thought Adam Driver was in Baby Driver? Yes. No. Adam Driver is Kylo Ren. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Yes, he does. What's Baby Driver about? Go. I saw the preview. Baby Driver is about this young kid who drives for the mafia, and they all say tons of bad words. But your dad and I were somewhere staying in a hotel, and we were going to... We saw the preview, and we were like, okay, we'll just rent it here in the room. It was like 19 bucks. Yeah, it's still kind of expensive. And, and, your, and your dad's like, no way. So I've been wanting to see it from the beginning. Yeah, it's really so good. So Baby Driver and Dark Knight. And what I told you, like, last time I said, hey, like, 
because sometimes you've referenced, oh, I watched this movie without the sound on. I was like, I need you to watch this movie with the sound on because it's very, very important that you hear the music as it's playing th- throughout the movie. Okay. And, and the only reason you know why this too is if I'm at work yeah. or whatever, sometimes movies have bad words. Yeah. So I keep it quiet so nobody can hear. But I'm actually now at my new place where I work. I'm the only, it's very small, so there's only four staff members. I'm in a room by myself having lunch in our staff room, and so I can turn the sound down a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. All right, so next next episode is going to be... Dark Knight and Baby Driver. The Dark Baby. Dark Driver. The Baby Knight. Knight Baby. <laughs> you got to do it in order. No, I guess you don't. The Baby Knight. Baby Knight. Or the Dark Driver. No, maybe not that one. Not that one. (laughs) That's kind of silly. (laughs) All right, well, Uh, goodbye, guys. See you guys next week. Bye. Now you're going to say goodbye? (laughs) Goodbye.